Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Drinks with Dan, brought to you by the Sideline Network. I am, of course, your host, Dan, and alongside me, I have recurring guest, Christopher Lavalley. How are you, buddy? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for coming on here. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, I was just thinking, it's been a long time since I've had just you in my life. Um, I haven't seen you in, since probably freaking Christmas, before Christmas, um, and I think that's an accurate statement. No, I'm trying to think when you helped me move. Was that before or after Christmas? That went event before Christmas. Oh, uh, there's January. There's January. Something like Did that. Did you come over in January? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You helped me when I moved in my shit, which been the February. Okay. So I have seen you since Christmas. That makes me feel better. Yeah. But I mean, we haven't actually like hung out though. I mean, it was, it was mostly your wife put me to work. So. She is a slave driver. Yes. Yes. My body is feeling it. I've never felt so old in my life. Um, like every day I wake up and I'm like, I hear craps cracks coming out of my back and I'm like, this is, this is not fun anymore. Um, yeah. My wife is a slave driver. I'm going to say that right now. She already hung up. She's not listening to this podcast anymore. But you, uh, you have a really nice house though, man. You do like you guys did quite well for yourselves. It's, it's a nice house. However, like I was telling you off, but I'll tell everybody right now, I have yet to enjoy it. I haven't sat down. Actually, I take that back. I did watch a movie the other day at like, uh, I think we started it at 10 o'clock at night because we were busy all day doing stuff. Um, and I think we took a page out of your book from your podcast and we watched Mulan. Okay. Did you um, like it? it? It's not Mulan. That wasn't Mulan. Okay. Thank um, you. <laughs> I, I will disagree with Richard. He said it was like a Kung Fu movie. I don't think so. Um, I, I definitely don't think so. However, it was not Mulan. I don't know if it was just because they were missing Mushu or there was like no musical part to it. Um, that's my Mulan's my wife's favorite Disney movie of all time. And she's like, I have to watch the real Mulan now because this wasn't like I have a void from this movie. So as a movie, so just taking the Mulan aspect out of it, just like as like a, a straight up movie, wasn't any good. Was it worth watching or you're asking the wrong guy because I hate all movies. So let's put that out there. Um, however, <laughs> however, if I, if the, if the movie name was not Mulan, I would have never sat through it. Okay. All right. Well, that kind of tells me everything I need to know. Yeah. Um, I definitely would not have paid $30, whatever Disney was charging for it four months ago. Definitely would not have paid that. I'm glad I spent my Disney plus on that and that is it by the way their price is going up again not happy about it is it really yeah i, I saw in the email that it was going up like another two dollars a year and i'm like for what what am i getting out of this nothing no, literally nothing. nothing did you watch it on your big ginormous nine thousand inch television it is an 82 inch television 4k yes i watched it on that <laughs> how's that tv treating you um well it's very nice. Um, I'm not going to lie. If you've never watched a 4K TV, for those of you who are listening that don't have a 4K TV, the first time you turn it on, you're going to be like, what is this? Like the picture, it's, it's obviously high definition, but the flow is weird. Like when a camera pans, it feels weird. Like it almost gives you like a motion sickness kind of thing. Um, so definitely very cool. Um, obviously, like I haven't watched mando season two yet i want to watch that in 4k um but like i said we watched mulan on that and eh, I, I don't know like my wife and i were both disappointed in it to say the least that's fair yes um 
but since I do have the house and we were talking off pot about a little bit, you know, you, you said your favorite store and just correct me if I'm wrong. Your favorite store right now is Home Depot. Yeah. I mean, I live there. Yeah. So I, I went there, like I said, three times the other day in the same day um, until I went into Harbor Freight. Have you been to Harbor Freight yet? Never heard of it. It is two seconds from your house. It is in the old Surplus Unlimited Plaza. Okay. Um, it's the old Surplus Unlimited. So Surplus Unlimited moved like two buildings down. Um, and inside the old Surplus is Harbor Freight. And it has everything you want for dirt cheap. I'm talking if you want a, like a miter saw, 100 bucks. You want a drill press, 100 bucks. You want paintbrushes, $2. Like everything you want is super cheap. Don't know about the quality yet. Kind of worried about the quality, not going to lie. But if you need a tool for like a one job kind of thing, that's your place to do it. You're like, oh, I'm going to need this. And if it breaks, it breaks, whatever. That's the place you get it. You don't go to Home Depot and spend $60 on it. I got a sander, 20 bucks for an actual like mechanical sander to do my stripping and sanding. So I didn't have to do it by hand. 20 bucks and it, it stripped everything in like two seconds. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. The best 20 bucks I've ever spent. So that's awesome. You need to what do a guy's trip to, go there? to Harbor Freight. Oh, I've been there almost every day this week. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> uh, I did not go today. I was there yesterday. I was there the day before. Um, I my buddy Tom told me about it in Philly, and it's brand new to Norwich. It just opened like <laughs> a week ago. Like it's so new. I went there and I'm like, hey, do you guys have nails? And he has to like get on his little walkie-talkie thing. He's like, hey, do we sell nails here? Like it's that freaking new. Wow. Um, okay. So they're they've been around, but like if you just need something like an air compressor you know, they're a hundred bucks or whatever. If you need something for like a one-time thing, that's your place to get it. And then you can throw it out. You can keep it and see how long it lasts you. My new favorite store. That's awesome. I'm always down for trying to save some, some sort of money. Cause I mean, with Home Depot, you, I mean, while I, I love the store, I say that tongue in cheek, but um, it is unruly expensive for certain things. Yeah. I mean, this doesn't have like paints or stains. I don't think anyway, like they're not going to have that kind of stuff. It's mostly like a tool store. So they're not going to have like your wood or, you know, your regular Home Depot kind of stuff. But if you went need specifically a drill bit or a drill or something like that, they have it and they have it dirt cheap. So I'm a huge fan. Um, And then after we went there the other day, we went to um, Wings and Pies, the old Mr. Pizza. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Richard's been talking about that place too. I've yet to go. Um, now this, I will agree with, with Richard. It was pretty bomb. Not going to lie. Pretty good pizza. Um, had the chicken bacon ranch really good. They gave me a free sample of cheese while I was there. Like they have like pizza by the slice there. They gave me a free sample of cheese. My wife had that. She said it was amazing. Wings were okay. Um, we got one wing we ordered. It was like a teriyaki garlic. All it was was teriyaki, no garlic. So kind of disappointed on that one. Mm -hmm. And then we got, we decided we were going to try um, broccoli bites, like the fried broccoli cheese curd mm-hmm. thing. Pretty good there. So not going to lie. If I had to give it a Fortnite review, I'd give it like an 8.2. Okay. Wow. That's pretty, that's pretty good. It was pretty, pretty good, good pizza. I'm not going to lie. Was it expensive or like average? For average the area? pizza places. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, I, like I said, I got the apps and the wings. So I think it came like 30 bucks total, which is, you know, whatever. No, I think like, and they had like a small, medium, and large pizza. We got a medium. I think it was like 14 bucks. Could be wrong. Okay. But, you know, it's fair. I'm like, whatever. Give it a shot. Um, So you'd go back? For sure. For sure. 
next time we go over your house for wings and pizza night, we'll stop by there and get some. Yeah, no, I, yeah, Rich has been there I think a couple times and he's, um, I don't think he's had the pizza yet, but he has had the wings and he, he was pretty impressed with their wings. So, um, wh- how would you compare him to bow and arrow wings wise? Um, Hmm. That's a good question. Cause the wings at bow and arrow, I have are very different than the wings I got yet the other day. Um, I would say they're on par. I mean, obviously not bow and arrow prices, um, but they're, they're pretty good. Um, I'm trying to think. We uh, There was one that was really good. It was like a creamy ranch chicken. That was really good. So I would say I'm going to go with better. The only thing like I wanted to try I, I sh- and to compare, I should have gotten like their jerk chicken mm-hmm. because Mohegan has a jerk chicken and I can really give you an honest answer because um, right now it's like comparing different types of apples, even though they're the same app, you know, different types yeah, of apples. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll, next time I'll go there, I'll get the jerk chicken, and then we'll give you a fair answer. Um, but honestly, I was I was very impressed. Richard did not steer me wrong on that one. So how how much does it pain you to agree with Rich? Because I I know like whenever he has to give you credit for anything, like a, a part of him dies. <laughs> so See, I'm just I'm wondering if that I, goes the same way. No, not at all. I, oh, okay. I appreciate that Richard is you know I I will give credit where credit is due. You know, I, I will, I, I, I'm the kind of guy that tells you like it is. I'm a pretty straight shooter. I'm not going to blow smoke up your ass. Like those Eagles fans who think so, they're all great. and They're really not. So um, you're just, you know, you're just a nice humble Dallas fan is what you're saying. I think all of Dallas is very humble. Let's be very honest. Um, you know, it's it, just turned off the pod. So this is good. You just, <laughs> you just completely turned off this episode. If you ever go to Dallas, you will find probably the nicest people you are ever, ever meet. And that is the God honest truth. Everybody you meet is it's, it's almost like Southern hospitality, but Western, um, you know, it's like going to Tennessee and everybody's yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. Um, like, I, I don't know if I told you this before when I went there a few years back for the first time to go to the Cowboys stadium, I took a tour there and I stayed in downtown Dallas and went to the stadium in Arlington. And that's a, I don't know, 30 minute drive or so. My buddies and I took an Uber out there and the guy was like, Oh, what are you doing? I'm like, Oh, we're taking the tour or whatever. He's like, he's like, here, I'm going to give you my number. Text me when you guys are done. And I have to go get my oil changed. By the time you guys are done, my oil changed will be back. I'll take it back. Cause we have to go to back to Dallas anyway. And I'm like, wow, that's really freaking cool. We don't have to wait for an Uber driver out here in the middle of middle of nowhere, Texas. So text the guy comes and picks us up. He's like, all right, start the app and then request the ride. And we're good to go. And off we went back to Dallas. Um, so that's like awesome. back, super, super nice people out there. Um, and, and everybody you meet is like that. So Dallas is very humble. Now, having lived in Philly for four years, I can say the opposite of that is true in Philly, um, where, you know, Richard is, is actually pretty docile compared to most of Philly. I'll give him that. Um, most of Philly, like if I wore a Cowboys jersey out in Philly, I'd be shanked on the street. Um, <laughs> So Richard would never do that to me. However, you know, if I do see him and I have my Cowboys jersey on, he has his Eagles jersey on, um, he won't give me a hug. So well, I'll try. I mean, that's just, that's just rude. But speaking of yeah. Dallas, where do you think, uh, do you think a deal is going to get done with Dak or do you think he's getting franchised? If the Cowboys franchise Dak, I think that is the dumbest thing that the Cowboys do. Um, if they franchised him this year, it would be $37 million, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you could probably get him on a contract for less than that, you know, 33, 35 this year coming up instead of 37 to save some money. If they don't franchise him, they need to let him go. I would much rather have Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson in Dallas than pay Dak Prescott. And I would love to go see Dak go to the Patriots or somewhere where he could really kick ass. So, I mean, the, the only way you're going to get Russell is Dak would have to do a, or the Cowboys would have to do a sign and trade. Um, and then I think, I, I mean, I've said it before. I think Dallas is the best. It, it would be a win-win for both teams to be completely honest, in my opinion. So you sign, you know, you sign Dak to a, the three-year deal that he wants. Russell has a three-year deal anyway. So then you're literally just swapping quarterbacks. You're going to take, you're going to get Russ. Seattle is going to get a younger quarterback only on a three-year contract. So if he doesn't work out in Seattle for whatever reason, they're not really, you know, tied to him long-term. Um, now, whether or not that's going to happen, I don't know. I, I still have a really hard time believing Seattle's really going to let Russell Wilson go, but um, it could be, I mean, it would be interesting. I, I think the Cowboys are, are um, the Cowboys are going to lose Dak if they do franchise him though again this year, because I think Dak's going to walk next year. He'll go to a new team. He won't. He I, won't I can't stay. blame him, but that's why I kind of want to be like, you know what, go to a new team this year. And then we can start with a new quarterback. Um, I mean, it, it's like a quarterback. <laughs> it's like a quarterback carousel this year with all the quarterbacks that are going to be released and open and all that. So well, it this would be, would be the year to do it. Well, yeah. I mean, it also be smart for Dallas to sign him and, and get something back for him, not just allow a quarterback of his stature to just walk away and not get any type of compensation from it. Yeah. I mean, I, I would not be opposed to it. Um, the only, like if we did pick up Russell, obviously we're getting, we're getting a veteran quarterback. However, like you said, there's an age discrepancy there where you know Dak is what 26 27 years old Russell's what 33 32 33 yeah yeah so so you know you only have a few limited years unless he pulls a Tom Brady and stays until he's 53 I don't know um but the way that Russell plays he plays a different kind of football than Tom where he actually runs the ball and runs more than four yards so um you know he's kind of limited as to that um although Dak's the same way and we saw that this year where he ran and you know, we saw the injury. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was a freak injury, but yeah, no, I get you. Yeah. Um, I'm not, from the reports that I've read, I'm not too worried about Dax health wise. They're saying that he's doing, he's ahead of schedule and that he's, you know, obviously progressing well or better than well. So I would think that he would be ready to go um, if and when he plays this year for the Cowboys or a different team. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just can't. If and Jerry Jones has done some stupid things like paying Zeke mega money where he didn't deserve it, and you know I wouldn't be surprised if Jerry tries to franchise him if he can't get a deal done. Um, we'll see what happens. Cool. Yeah. Um, I have not listened to your podcast. Have you talked about how excited you are for your quarterback? Um, <laughs> yeah. So l- last week I, I did. I touched on uh, Wentz and. Uh... When's coming to come to, coming to Indy? I, I am pretty pumped. Um, not gonna lie about it. So I need uh, to know, now, did, I mean, did Richard give you his jersey yet? No, Richard will never. I, I no, Richard will never give me that jersey. I I now want Wentz to win. I wanted Wentz to win anywhere he went anyway, just to rub it in, in Eagles fans' faces. Uh, obviously, now I'm even more tied to it, and I want I want him to be successful. Uh, and it was funny too because I, Rich and I have talked about it, and I've said so. What because. 
his whole thing is, you know, it's really going to suck for you guys when Wentz gets there and, and he's a, he's a failure. And I said, well, what do you consider failure? Because for me, if Wentz comes to Indy and Indy's a playoff team every single year that he's there, that's a success for me. Whether or not they win a Super Bowl, what do I want them to win a Super Bowl? Yes. Do I think they can? Yes, absolutely. But like if, if he takes us to, I don't know, a Super Bowl berth, doesn't actually win the Super Bowl, but you know, goes to maybe one or two AFC championship games, to me that's a success. Sure. You know, um, but I and and Rich did, I think he did admit, he goes, Yeah, well, yeah, if he wins like one or two playoff games or something. Uh, then yeah, it would be considered a success within like his first two years. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's my thing It's now it's just, I just want to rub it in the Eagles fans faces so hard, so hard. <laughs> that's, that's all I care about now. It's just, as I'm, I'm a bitter, I'm a bitter Carson Wentz supporter and it's, it helps that he's on my team now so I can really hardcore root for him. But I also just want to prove the fact that, and I've been saying this for years or at least the past two years that it was more Frank Reich than it was Doug Peterson. And I think Doug Peterson has been got way too much praise for that Super Bowl. Way too much praise for how successful that offense was. Um, and Rich and, and other Eagles fans completely disagree. And they they love Doug Peterson. And obviously, they love Nick Foles. And, uh, but we've seen what Nick Foles does outside of Philly. And, you know, also without Frank Reich. So, right. You know, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I, I'm very, very excited. I think it'll be um, it'll be an interesting year. It's going to be fun. Let me ask you this. If you guys didn't sign Wentz yet and Dak was released by the Cowboys, would you still would rather have Wentz? Um, ooh, that's a really good question. <laughs> You're putting me in a bit of a bind here. <laughs> um, because I like both quarterbacks, and I've been very upfront about it. I've always said for my money, I think Carson Wentz is more is more talented. Like if 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 we're putting him in a if we're just everything created equal, I think Carson Wentz, like if I was drafting quarterbacks, I would take Carson Wentz before I would take Dak Prescott. Now, with that being said, I think Dak has intangibles that Carson doesn't. So to me, it's almost like a Brady Rodgers comparison. All right. Mm-hmm. So, if, and before anybody has their faces melt off here, I'm not comparing them to literally comparing them. But if you think about it, you have Aaron Rodgers, who has all the physical tools and is arguably the greatest quarterback talent wise we've ever seen. I put Carson Wentz in that category. But okay. when it comes to winning, when it comes to being clutch and being able to, um, to carry it, not so much carry team, but lead a team you put that category with Brady, right? Mm-hmm. And I think Dak meets that same type of, he has those same type of characteristics. Right. Um, I think he's, he's proven to be more clutch in certain situations than Carson has. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I also give like, and even though a lot of people disagree, I give Carson a shitload of credit for take, carrying that team to the playoffs two years ago. That was completely injury riddled. And they won four games to end the season to get them into the playoffs. And I said, he's playing with parking attendants and janitors. Like there is right. nobody. He was playing, he was throwing to a quarter, a, a starting quarterback in college was one of his lead wide receivers that year. So, you know, I, I tried to, I don't know. I'm, I'm really dancing on this one. I would, I would definitely take, I would, I would take Wentz over Dak, but to hedge my bets here, I wouldn't be upset if the Colts had signed <laughs> Dak Prescott. Either. Like if, if, 
if for whatever reason Dallas had signed Dak and then they went to India and was like, hey, look, you've got a shitload of draft picks. You've got a lot of cap room. We want to make a trade with you. And if the Colts obviously didn't make a stupid trade with Dallas um, and we got Dak Prescott, I would not have been upset. I yeah. think, you know, I think I honestly think Indy is so talented as a team. There's very few quarterbacks that would not be able to be successful in that in that organization. I mean, for Christ's sure. sake, Philip Rivers made it to the playoffs last year, and I thought he played like crap. So, I, th- I forgot Philip Rivers was still in the league. <laughs> so right, I mean, and that's the thing is is he didn't exactly blow anybody's socks off last year, and 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 the Colts gave the Bills a run for the money in, in the wild card round. So, you know, I think that the Colts franchise as a whole has done a really good job. It's too bad they couldn't have done what they did when Andrew Luck was the flipping quarterback and instead they allowed him to get his ass kicked for four or five years until his lung collapsed and then he had to retire because he was beat to shit um but they they have done a really good job of building up that roster so i do i think honestly the only quarterbacks who could not be successful i think in india would be like mitch trubisky jared goff and nick Foles. outside of that i think almost anybody else could probably take a team to the playoffs i mean even alex smith we had gotten alex smith with how injury riddled Alex Smith is and how he's only playing on one leg. I still think he, he would have a decent enough shot to carry that type of roster to the postseason. I'm curious to see where he ends up. Um, Cause it, it definitely sounds like they're not going to have him again. You know, um, I'd like to see him back in San Francisco where he started you know, as a backup. I mean, in, and with Jimmy, the, 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 with, since Jimmy can't stay on the field anyway, he would actually have like a, a solid 50-50 shot of, of playing again anyway. I, um, I wonder if it'd be like one of those things where they play half the, play, half the snaps or whatever, you know, and, and split, the, split the time up. The other team, I actually talked about this on my podcast this week, the, the other team that I, I think that would be a really interesting spot for him would be Jacksonville because Urban Meyer coached him at Utah. And he could Bring be a back. really good, a really nice – uh, mentor to Trevor Lawrence mm-hmm. and be his eyes and ears out there. So, you know, we'll see. Uh, but I would like to see, I would like to see Alex Smith go somewhere decent though. Um, as far as I'm concerned, every year he steps on the field, he should be comeback player of the year. every single year, <laughs> Given what that dude came back from, like just the fact that that man can continue to step on the field, he automatically should get comeback player of the year. Oh, uh, that's amazing. Uh, that's so funny. Um, so now that you've been a father for a while, how is, how, how has it been? How are you feeling? Is it going by fast, slow? What's it like? It's, in the moment, it's going by extremely slow. But looking back on it, it's, it's moved pretty quickly. Like he has um, – Like what's the most recent milestone he's gotten? Oh, he's rolling all over the place. Okay. And he's, at what age is he now for everybody? He's going to be five months uh, on Sunday. Do you look back and like where the hell does the last five months go, or is it more like, oh my god, it's been this long? Like, it's um, it's a little bit of both. I like I said, I mean, you know, there there are some days that they they feel like they've they're there are some days that that feel glacially slow, and then there's other days where like I just kind of look at him and I'm like, holy shit, like you're huge. Like I, I and I look at photos. I was looking at photos the other day of him when he. Uh, when he came home and just how much he's changed. And I think it's different um, when you're a parent and you see that you see your child every single day. And I think sometimes you'll notice the changes and then sometimes you just, you're just so just out of it that you don't pay attention to the little things. And then they just kind of hit you out of nowhere. 
And that's kind of what it did to me the other day where I was like, holy crap, like you're huge. And you look completely different than you did uh, when you came home. But when you um, say changes, are you talking like physical or personality or what are you talking about when you say change? Oh, physical change. Uh, physical changes completely. Uh, his personality is changing daily. Like that's, that's something I've noticed every single day is he's that's called bipolar. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. And he takes after his mother. Um, oh. and, uh, so, <laughs> it's fine. She doesn't listen to this podcast. It's not a big deal. Um, but no, uh, he's, uh, yeah, I mean, he just, his personality, it really does. It's, it's changed and it's, it's progressed a little bit every single day. Um, and that's really fun is to, a little bit older he gets the more we can interact the more you know he likes to play and and have you know and, and actually be able to do things um but uh yeah man it's been it's um it's exciting i mean it really is it's, it's a very exciting time um i'm exhausted but i wouldn't trade it for anything um i i you know i went into it um extremely nervous and you know i i, I still think there's a part of you especially you know, when you have a young child, I think that there's a little part of you that's nervous every single day, just because you don't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's been, it's the, been the best parts of or best time of my life too, at the same time. Uh, I, like with you, you're still working from home most of the time. So it's probably yep. been a lot easier with you with, you know, daycare or childcare or whatever. Right. I'm assuming. Yeah, no, it's, it's not too bad. Um, you know, we, we do have him, um, you know, in like a daycare center, he goes to a friend's for, uh, four days out of the week. Um, but like days like tomorrow where they, there's a conflict, I'm working from home anyway, so he can, you know, he can hang with me for the day while I'm working. Like, it's not a big deal. Um, which is, but the, the best part about it was when, when we came home with him, um, and the wife wasn't working up until, uh, the new year. So the fact that I was able to be home and I could help her really whenever she needed it, um, throughout the day, uh, was, was awesome. I think for both of us. And it also gave me the opportunity to, to bond with him in ways that I wouldn't have been able to, if I was working in an office. So sure. every single day. So that was, um, that's, that's, you know, for all the negative crap that's come from COVID, that's probably been for me anyway, selfishly speaking, that's been the best thing. Um, that's really been the only positive thing I've been able to take away from, from the virus is the fact that it's given me the opportunity to spend more time with my kid that I wouldn't have had otherwise. Right. Well, I am so jealous that you have little Connor and, um, or we're working on it. We'll see what happens. Dude, you'll get there, man. It's how's that going by the way? dude, I don't know if it's like the stress of this house or whatever, but like nothing's happening. And we're like, Oh my God. So well, you guys are probably both freaking exhausted every single night. So that you know. dude, like I'm so sore by, by the time we even think about that, I'm like, it's like 11 o'clock at night. Now I'm going to bed. I've been up since 8am running my ass around this place. Like I'm just over it. Um, and then on top of it, you got regular work and then, you know, like if I, if I go to work, I get home at eight o'clock and I'm still doing stuff around the house, you know, putting stuff away, hanging stuff. Um, like today I just got more stuff in the mail. I got to put up, um, for the man cave. Um, so it's just a never ending cycle with, with this house. So the baby will come in due time. Um, we're not like worried about it yet. It's just, you know, what happens, it happens at this point. Yeah. I mean, you can't, don't, the last thing you need to do is stress about it. And, um, 
I mean, we, yeah, I mean, we, we weren't, I mean, we were, you know, obviously trying, but we weren't, it, it got to the point where at least for, you know, the wife, it, it got to the point where she was just like, all right, fine. It's just going to happen when it happens. Like, cause before it was like every month it was, I'm going to get pregnant. I'm going to get pregnant. It's going to happen. And then after a while she finally realized, okay, I can't, I can't. Cause she was putting stress on herself and it was like, you, right. you can't control it. There's nothing you can do. Just, you know, when it happens, it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but and that's kind of where I'm at right now. Like I, I'm like, you know what, we'll stop worrying about it. And when it happens, it happens kind of thing. And we'll take it when it comes. But like, obviously we, we, we are now ready for it because we have the house and we are mm-hmm. financially stable and we're now ready. We have jobs, and insurance, all of that stuff. Like we're, we're good, but um, you know, just the last few months of moving, packing, unpacking, getting the house ready and the never ending battle it's been here. Um, you know, It'll happen when it happens, but until then, I'll just live vicariously through you. So, <laughs> bring that bitch over here. <laughs> okay, hey man, you know, whenever you guys want to have him come over, we, we'll be happy to bring him over. Speaking of your house, though, I do have to I, ask you. I do have to ask you this: You have a sexy shower. How is that shower? Um, the shower is very nice. So, for those that don't know, I have a freaking massive shower. It's six and a half feet long by, I don't know, four-ish feet wide. Um, Glass, um, borderless, I think it's called borderless shower, um, whatever. Um, It's got two shower heads on the sides, a handheld, and then a rainfall shower. Um, And it is very, very nice. Did have an issue with it, and I, we, uh, she bought the shower, one of the shower, the rainfall shower head from Wayfair turned it on the other day and I'm looking at it and I'm like, huh, there's like a whole line of like the little nozzle things that aren't putting out any water. So she emailed Wayfair. They sent her a brand new one, but now who gets to install it? <laughs> this guy. So <laughs> one more thing I like to do list is fix the freaking shower. Um, but it, it's, it's so nice. Um, after busting your ass all day, like today it's 40 degrees outside. I was out there building a dog crate, a dog pen today, and I was sweating balls. And I'm like, you know what? I cannot wait for the shower tonight because it is it is so nice to just be able to sit there and just sit there. <laughs> like, yeah. um, there, if I want to, there's a bench in there. I can just sit my ass on the bench. Um, you know, it, I got the handheld shower. I can get up under the balls, get in there real good, um, and then um, the only down the only downside is being a bald guy with the rainfall shower is like when you put the shaving cream on your head and you Uh, stand under the rainfall, it just goes everywhere. So I learned not to do that in the rain. You got to use the regular shower head for that guy. Um, So not too bad. Um, (laughs) It's funny. Like the first day, well, my wife and I get in the shower, she's like, or my wife got in the shower. I was not in the shower yet. She got in the shower. She's like, I have it on max hot and it's not getting hot enough. And I'm, not even day one. I have to go down to the water heater and crank up the water heater on that. Make princess happy. Um, so. Is she is she like a boiling lava hot shower person? Yes, yes. She wants to look like a lobster when she's out. I am. Um, I like 100%. it hot, but I don't like to like have my skin fall off kind of thing. Yeah, no, I'm um, right there with you. I, like I don't like a cold shower though. Like I did that in the military, and I'm good. I like my warm showers. But like, I was like, oh, and I looked at the heater, it went to 125 degrees as to the max back then. And I'm like, all right, bitch wants it hot. 140 it is. 
so then she put it on the next day she's like what the fuck and i'm like well you wanted it hot you got hot now (laughs) so um yeah it's just uh you know when i actually am able to come home from work and take a shower and enjoy it i think it'll be worth it but like coming home and doing x y and z around the house i just i was telling you off the podcast i have my computer hasn't been turned on and I don't even know how many months at this point I've, I've got my hands on a PS five. That thing's been collecting dust. Um, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous how much stuff I've done around here and, and haven't had time to do for myself. So I, I cannot wait to spend two hours to myself and enjoy, you know, a shower and a movie on my you know big screen TV. I mean, you'll get there. It, it takes, it takes a, I mean, how long have you guys been in there now? Like what, three weeks? Um, well, yeah. Basically, I mean, of course, we moved in on like, I don't even know, a Thursday or something. And then the following Monday, we already had a vacation scheduled. So we had a weekend to move in. And then we up and left on vacation for a week and then came back. And our house was a disaster still because we weren't even close to being unpacked. So um, technically, we've been here about three weeks now. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, give it another two weeks or so and you'll you'll be all right. You'll be all right. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'll be all right. Once I, you know, cause I start the new job next week and I'm like, you know what? My goal is to have this house hundred percent done before I start work. So that way when I come home from work, I can actually live my life. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, I, like I said, you'll get there. It just, it seems really daunting and, and overwhelming at first, but you know, you're clearly you're doing a pretty damn good job given the, the list of things you've told me that you've been doing. So you're good. Yeah. Um, if you, if you ever need to get away from your, your wife or kid or something, I'll put you to work here and I'll, I'll pay at this point. Cause you're only helping <laughs> me. Out. me. Get out of here. <laughs> um, I offered that to Richard. I was like, Richard, if you want to come help me paint, I will pay you $25 an hour to get your ass over here and help me paint. He turned me down. He well, turned that's me he's down. lazy. I'm like, lazy. like, bro, come on, help a brother out. I won't even wear a Cowboys Jersey for you. Um, and then I told him you could bring over your wench jersey. We could burn it out back. It'll be a great bonding experience. I had nothing <laughs> to do with it. You wanted nothing to do with it. How was uh, how was putting in the uh, the dog thing that you had to the fencing or whatever that you had to put up? So my wife, I love her to death. She wants she she wanted a a, a no dig fence. So you basically put the fence together, put a pole in the middle of it, and that's what keeps it together. So. I, I wanted it so when you open up the back door, which is a slider, the dogs can just go out and you don't have to worry about them because they're self-contained in this little area. There's 15 square feet of concrete, or no, 15 times th- uh, 30 square feet of concrete. And then I built another 30 square feet of um, today, which I had to dig out, put in posts to keep in rock. And then I had to lay the foundation for the rock. So you had to like, dig it all out and then put this weed protecting thing on it. So that way no weeds grow through it. And then tomorrow rock is getting delivered. So I get to move two tons of rock with a shovel um, to this now dog pen. So um, yeah, tomorrow will be a lot of fun because gears is bringing a dump truck full of rocks. That sounds exciting. Yeah, no, not exciting. Not looking forward to it. Because do I have a wheelbarrow? No. Do I have a tractor? No. I have a shovel. So Dude, you're gonna I be will... in like you're gonna be in like football shape pretty soon. 
dude, my shoulders feel so massive right now. I'm like, I don't even need shoulder pads if I were to go play football because my my traps are so like jacked right now from all this moving I've done. Like the boards today for the um, the dog thing must have weighed 150 pounds. I'm throwing those around, um, and of course I had to like drill them, put rebar through that, and get get those situated. Um, so yeah, the, it'll look good when it's done, um, but. I guess technically tomorrow it'll be done. Um, and of course I have to go back to Lowe's to go get one more fencing because I don't have enough. Um, even though I measured it like four times um, for whatever reason, nothing lines up right. So well, of course I get not. To that go. would be way too easy. That's the thing that pisses me off most about home ownership is nothing is easy. I'm like, oh, I get to replace a door lock. No big deal. I'll just, you know, take out the old one, put the new one in. I put the new one in nothing square in that like nothing is square in this house so everything is freaking crooked everything so um it's like the little things like i'm like oh i'll just paint this real quick four and a half hours later i'm like oh i get to paint it again um you know it's it's just like nothing nothing is not there's no such thing as like a 10 minute project here and no a, a 10 minute no. a 10 minute project turns into a 10 hour project here um and that's that's kind of the name of the game so, uh, yeah, that's, that's what's going on. So the dog, the dog thing will look good once it's done this weekend. Um, I, I would have had it done earlier cause that was on high on my priority list, but we just kept getting slammed with snow. Yeah. So yeah, I couldn't no. build anything. I couldn't dig through the dirt. And then, um, today it was just playing in mud. Um, so it's supposed to get pretty nice next week. I saw we were supposed to hit like fifties. So I'm, I'm really excited. Yeah, we hit 50 the other day, and that's when I started digging it out. I'm like, oh, let me let me do this real quick, do the yard work, because now that the snow's melted, I'm finding all of the nails that have been left outside. I found all sorts of wood. I had a, I actually had a fire going of all of the shit I found in my front yard from them leaving wood. And, I don't even know, shelving units, whatever. I just started throwing it into a fire and burning it. I'm like, you know what? I'm done. Um, also, at Harbor Freight, I bought a magnet, so I would walk around with this giant magnet on a stick four dollars i was like this is amazing i love this store has everything you need (laughs) um so yeah that's that's what i've been doing today and yesterday so well hey man you're doing you're doing good work it's all that matters you're making your house your own that's you know it's all you can do um i'm working on it so the last thing i want to bring up um with the new job i don't really know if I can talk politics. So before I technically start, I want to bring up a couple things. Let's get it all out there right now. All right, let's do it. Go. Um, Andrew Cuomo thought. <laughs> um, a few thoughts, actually. I think, uh, you know, I, obviously the guy's a douchebag. Um, Noted. I, I think he's been, I think he was a douchebag prior to the sex scandal thing coming out or whatever, however you want to call it. Um, I think that this has been really good for the Democrats that they can, that they can use this as a way to try and push away how shitty he handled COVID. So now they can just be like, Oh, we're going to get rid of him. Not that he killed like all of grandma and grandpa's in New York. We're just going to get rid of him because he's a sleazeball. So, I mean, you could just look at, look at any of the Cuomo's and you can just tell like they're all sleazeballs. Oh God. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do like how Chris Cuomo all of a sudden now has a conflict of interest <laughs> like because that didn't exist for the last i don't know five years um, right right but, like um, yeah i can have my brother on and we can talk about how big his nose is and have giant q-tip props on my show 
when things are going quote unquote well in New York. But as soon as things, you know, shit hits the fan, it's like, oh, I can't, I can't talk about it because it's a conflict of interest. Like, Probably because they were Eiffel Towering people together. I mean, let's be real. Um, <laughs> but it's probably true. It's probably I'm losing true. all of my listeners right now. Um, so yeah, I, I also think it's kind of funny because, like, you know, when when Trump was in office, you know, every day it was like somebody else said Trump's raped him or sexually assaulted him, and now the same things happening with Andrew Cuomo. And I just love how Fox News is now talking about this. Wouldn't talk about Trump though, but you know, Andrew Cuomo, bad boys now on there. When you really think about it, though, I to me, Chris Cuomo, uh, not Chris Cuomo, I'm sorry. Andrew Cuomo is Donald Trump, but a Democrat. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's like for the same sure. person. Maybe it's just what comes out of New York. I don't know. Mm, that's a good theory, actually. I like that. AOC. That's that's Come a on. good. Yeah, that's a good. Th- I like where you're going with this. <laughs> I, I like mean, where you're going with this. What's the other uh, the other guy, the uh, majority leader now? He's from New York. Uh, Chuck Schumer. Chuck Schumer's from New York. AOC's from New York. Cuomo was from New York. Trump was from New York. I think we have a, a, a fair assessment here. <laughs> Everyone from New York are douchebags. It's, it's pretty fair. I'm willing to bet the same is true for California, too. Yeah. Yeah. Newsom, man. Newsom's uh, might get recalled. Um, I did not know about that. I have not watched a lot of news, so I don't know much about Newsom. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's actually going to happen, but they've uh, they've got enough votes or not vote signatures, I guess they've they've received enough signatures to uh, to have him to have like what however it is for him to like a recall recalled. Yeah, like they'll do like that vote or whatever. And then, yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens. But yeah, people are not happy with him. I do love how Texas you see what Texas did. So Mississippi, too. So. Well, I want to talk about Texas for a second because I love Texas. We just talked about how much I love Dallas. However, yeah. you know, Texas didn't want to go on the federal um, power grid, wanted their own power grid, loses all sorts of power in a snowstorm. And then to stop talking about that, he says, no more masks to open up 100%. You know, like, look over here, you know, <laughs> instead of looking at the bad thing. So wanted to bring well, that up real quick. It's going to be a really interesting um case study too though because you know if they actually you know when they open up the state essentially if cases don't spike i mean what what are we going to do i mean what's the what's the national story going to be at that point i mean it's going to be really hard to keep you know keep everybody locked indoors over the summer if people either that or people are just gonna say fuck it i'm gonna go to florida or texas or mississippi and enjoy my summer. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to end up. So you're going to boost those states' economies like crazy. Um, so I'm 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 interested to see what happens. I really am. Um, you know, I'm. I personally don't have a problem with it. it. I mean, it wasn't like Abbott said you you're not allowed to wear a mask. It was right. if you if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you don't feel comfortable, then don't leave your house. It, it's I'm just not going to force people. Force it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean. We'll see what happens. Well, within his right to do so. Um, yeah. You know, and it's, uh, the, the more I look at the vaccines and how they're distributing, I don't think it's a bad idea. I would have waited probably another two months, right? It's now March. I would have waited till May to do it when the um, 
I mean, if it all goes to plan, you know, everybody who wants a vaccine could have one by May. Um, then that way you could say like, at least you're halfway protected and then open up, but whatever, but we'll see what happens. Uh, it, like you said, it's very interesting case study to see, um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if their numbers go up a little bit in the next few weeks before they start dying down. Once more people get vaccinated, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, on the plus side, you know, COVID, we are treating better. A lot of people aren't dying as well. We kind of know what to expect and how to prevent some of the more serious symptoms. Um, so it might be a blessing in disguise. We'll see. Are we supposed to take uh, Fauci seriously still? Uh, you do what you want with Fauci do what you okay. want okay i mean i personally like the guy i think he's a good guy like i would go and have a beer with him even though he would definitely wouldn't drink because he's you know he runs four miles a day and refuses to drink i'm sure um i don't know like he seems happier like i don't know the guy but just on tv he seems happier working for biden than he did for trump um you know i, I don't know you know, if he thinks it's going to take another year or two before we get back to normal, I don't think America can do that. Um, we have very short attention spans here. Um, that is me being polite about that. Because, um, I mean, I'm over it, too. Like, I'm over not seeing you guys having, you know, you know, people over doing things. Well, I also um, just don't think that that's realistic either. Like, you're undermining the vaccine at that point. Like, if you're telling people, go get a vaccine, go get it. And if you, and if everyone goes and gets the vaccine, we can go back to normal life. But then Fauci's sitting there going, well, even if you get the vaccine, you still should probably stay locked up and don't come out of your house for at least another year or two. And to See, me, like, that's, I don't know, like, any sense. I disagree with it. I mean, I haven't seen the actual numbers. That's what they're worried about is the actual numbers. Like I got both vaccines. I'm 95, 99%, whatever, you know, mm -hmm. I'm not going to get the symptoms. They're not sure if I'm able to transfer it or not. Does but Bill Gates talk to you at night when you go to sleep? Maybe that's why I'm in so much pain lately. Uh, it's the it's the shot, but I, I don't know. Five G reception is really really poor, really poor. That's stupid. Um, yeah, but Bill Gates hasn't shown up with like a million dollars at my house, so just throwing that <laughs> out there either. Um, like the vaccine's ninety nine to ninety or ninety five to ninety nine percent effective. Whatever, cool. But if it's effective and I have no symptoms, then I shouldn't be able to transmit it. Like that's how vaccines work. So why is COVID different than any other virus? Like why am I able to spread it if I don't have symptoms? Um, granted, you could do that with the flu because your symptoms take a few days to start. But if I am vaccinated, then I shouldn't be able to spread it. So why can't I go around and wear a no mask and go and travel and do whatever like right. if anything, that would be an incentive to go do it. Be like, hey, if you got your little white card, you're good to go. Like you can do whatever you want. And I, and if Texas wanted to do that, or Connecticut wants to do that for any reason, I'm all for it. Like let me go live my life. Let me go get. You know, if you don't have your vaccine, you have to keep doing your thing. But you know, that's probably considered discriminatory, and it's going to go to the Supreme Court. And that, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a legal analyst by any means, but. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it will happen under executive powers with uh, the state. I don't, I don't freaking know, but I'm over it. I'm ready to move on. Um, and I think you are too. Oh yeah. Without question, without question. Um, you know, and I also think of the same thing with like the whole school thing too, just drives me nuts. Like the fact that kids still aren't in schools, I think, are, I, I just think that that's insane at this that, point. So you think that them being in school is insane? 
No, I think they should be in school. The fact that okay. they're still okay. not in school and the fact that there's there was um, San Francisco just came out yesterday and said that they're keeping schools closed in the fall. Like they've already predetermined that they're going to keep schools closed up through the end of the year. Hmm. I mean, I, I, like the only thing that they don't. So the kids, they're not really sure if they can get the vaccine or not. I think the cutoff is 18, but it could be 16 or something. I don't know. I'm not an expert. Um, although I probably should know that. However, um, you know, kids could easily spread it. Like, look how sick kids like schools are in, you know, flu season, you know, like how many people are sick at all times, runny noses, coughs, all that crap. Uh, it's like a cesspool for bacteria. However, um, if America, if most of the families are vaccinated, then you shouldn't be able to spread it unless you get, I mean, kids could still get it. I don't know where I'm going with this. Like, well, I mean, but we don't shut down the world for the flu. So, I mean, at a certain point, it either the vaccines are going to work or they're not. I mean, and mm-hmm. that's really what it comes down to is either, either they're going to end up working for us in long term or not. And if they're not, I mean, what are we going to do? We're just going to all become shut-ins and, and never live our lives again? I mean, yeah, I mean, just... on the plus side, we haven't turned into I Am Legend, and we are not Will Smith and right. killing dogs and killing monster zombies because I'd be a monster zombie or whatever. Um, so we have got that going for us, which is good. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I think that school should be open. Um at this point, there's no reason not to. Uh, we'll see what the Fouch wants to do. I, I mean, at this point, you might as well finish it out online. Um, but for it, the rest of this year? Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, about March. No, you I'm, got two more months. You might as well finish it out. And yeah. Then well, at reassess this point, yeah. come September or I guess August. But there's no reason that schools shouldn't be opening for the fall. Right. Well, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, just the fact that, you know, you've got you've got cities across the country that are already saying, well, we're going to we're going to stay closed until the end of the year. And I'm like, well, why wouldn't you wait until like May or June and see where we are before you already make that determination? Like the school year, that makes sense. You know, it's now March. You know, the school year has what, two and a half months left, if that. Yeah. Um, So you might as well just keep doing your thing. Next time we do this, we need to have Adams on and get his opinion as an actual teacher and see what yeah. he wants to do about it. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what was the other thing going on in politics? I don't know. There was something else going on. I don't remember. What else did you want to talk about? Um, are you still are you still on Robin Hood? Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm really going back and forth about going to Fidelity, Fidelity, um, instead of Robin Hood from you know, the atrocities that they committed against me a month ago. Um, yeah, no, I want to get, I want, I'm also looking to get rid of Robin Hood. It just sucks though, because I don't know if I can trans. Robin Hood doesn't allow you to trade your crypto. So like I'd have to sell, you have to sell it and then buy it again and, through a different wallet. Right. Yeah. And that, that part sucks. I mean, I can transfer all my other stuff to another, mm-hmm. um, to another stock or, or whatever brokerage brokerage firm, but, um, I don't know. Right now I'm just going to, I'm, I'm going to stick with them for the time being, just because the more research I was doing, Robinhood wasn't the only one that was fucking with everybody. Like every single major brokerage firm was screwing with people. Right. So 
I mean, at, at this point, it's it, they're all owned by Wall Street in some way, shape, or form. So it really doesn't matter where you go at this point. That's kind of what I've, I've learned over the last few months of, of um, being a day trader, casual, if you want to even call me that. Um, nice work like, on GameStop, by the way. Um, so GameStop has been doing real well. Every I've told myself, every time it drops below $100, I'm going to buy a share. So I'm up to like 14 and a half shares waiting for it to hit like a thousand dollars a share or a million dollars a share, hundred thousand, whatever you want to call it. And I become a millionaire. We'll see what happens. Um, because right now I was looking at my stocks today and I was like, wow, this is the only stock in the green today. Like what is happening? Um, I've had a lot of good days with GameStop lately. Uh, we'll see what happens with that in the long run. Um, I have been following the Reddit boards about it. And of course those are all, uh, confirmation bias at this point so right um, so i think uh, i had a rough day today i did have a rough day today yeah i, I mean game uh, gamestop was my only um saving grace today i believe yeah no i lost 286 dollars today it was, it was a rough go i lost 48 today it was a rough and my go. GameStop is up 6.58 percent tesla tesla has been killing me <laughs> Tesla has Tesla's been dropping. I, I don't have any Tesla stock um, just because I don't, I'm not, I'm going to hold off on Tesla until what I'm hoping for is that um, SpaceX and um, Starlink become, um, have an IPO. And then I will buy a million shares of Starlink because I think that is going to skyrocket because everybody hates Comcast or broad Atlantic broadband or you name their cable company, people hate them. So if you could bring cheap internet to the masses with um, excellent speeds, I think that that would be a game changer. So um, like I know people right now in Griswold that have paid the $500 to get their satellite link for Starlink. So that one I would be interested in, but Tesla itself, I think it's overinflated for um, price wise. Yeah. Yeah, no, I made I made the mistake of uh of investing in Tesla when it was right around like 800 bucks a share and I like I I had been slowly buying bits and bits and bits of Tesla and then ever since I like fully had a full share it has slowly just been dropping and dropping. Yeah, and dropping. I see it's like 600 today. Yeah. Yep. Oh man, it's been dropping for like the last month. It was just like 860 last month, 870 last month. Ouch. Maybe I should get on it and uh, get it while the dips. I mean, I would. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm not putting any more money into it right now. But I mean, if you if you haven't yet, I would I would definitely buy some, or at least you know put three hundred bucks in at least and buy like half a share, just yeah, to, just to have it. Yeah, um, it's so funny. Like, I put I don't even know how much money into um, Bitcoin. Uh, to Bitcoin, I put in like two cents. You know, like I had a leftover money. Um, and I put it in Bitcoin just for shits and giggles. Literally, it was like two cents. I made ten bucks on that so far. I'm like, that's if I actually put like real money in this, I'd be a real happy guy. But I'm like, oh, ten bucks is ten bucks. So, Dude's coin's been dropping, unfortunately. That's what I meant to ask you. So, is it? How do you pronounce it? Because I say doggy because that's what it looks like to me. A d o g e doggy. Yeah, no, I mean, that's what I thought. I thought it was like Dodge or Dog or something. And then, like, I just heard people online and everyone was calling it Dooge. So I'm like, all right, apparently it's Dooge coin because that's what everyone says. So 
know. I'm just going to continue calling it doggy coin because it and they they have like a Shiba Inu as like their mascot or whatever. So like it's a dog, doggy. Right, makes sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I'm down. I'm, I mean, I'm up, but yeah, I'm I, up. But I was up a lot more a couple weeks ago. It's been um, going down with everything else lately. Um, yeah. I mean, I've got like fifteen thousand shares, so I need that thing to hit like a thousand dollars so I can walk away a happy man. Yeah, I only have eighty six hundred doggy. Um. But like I'll, I'll I'll buy like a share or whatever like I said I bought a share at GameStop the other day and I had leftover money I was like oh, I'll throw it at Doggy and you know put fifty bucks in whatever and call it a day so because like when I withdraw on Robinhood I'll withdraw an even number so like if I wanted like a share of GameStop right now just because it's the first one on here is one hundred twenty dollars I'd take out one hundred fifty put it in there and for the leftover thirty I'd put it in something else. Um, yeah, so like sense. I'll put it doggy or whatever, see what happens with it. Um, so, but yeah, I am still on Robinhood. Um, I'm probably will switch it at some point. I'm just honestly too busy doing other shit right now to consider moving my investments over. Yeah, but no, I mean like that. That's the other, I guess, the other benefit of the pandemic was a lot of people started day trading, and you know why not? I mean, you had nothing else to do especially for us couldn't go to the casino so this yeah. was our new this way this is of, my of legal gambling, gambling. <laughs> exactly um so um i was gonna, i was just about to say something about that um and i already forgot but um that brings me to another question uh, got a fuck mary kill for you yeah you do. i don't know if i've asked you this before but we're gonna go for it because i was talking with richard the other day he was talking about doing a poker night yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, all right, fuck Mary, kill poker, blackjack, craps. Uh, kill blackjack. I would marry poker and fuck craps. Ooh, you and I are very, very different, my friend. See, so, yeah, I think I would marry blackjack, fuck co- poker, kill craps. Okay, mainly because I don't know how to play craps. I don't really know how to play craps. To be completely honest with you, I learned years ago. My brother taught me how to play, and I made. Uh, like 150 bucks one time, just rolling the damn dice, just having a good time. Um, and then I played a second time, like a few weeks later with my dad and I lost like $200 and then I never played again. So, um, you know, so I'm down 50 bucks in, in the game of craps, but blackjack to me, I don't trust it. I think that's what it is. Like playing in the casino, I don't, I don't trust the dealer. So I would never, I've never played blackjack um, outside of like playing with friends and shit like that. But like, I've never actually sat at a casino and played it just because I don't, I don't trust the, I don't trust the, the odds. Yeah. Like I've never played blackjack at a table with friends or whatever. I've we've, like, every time we've gone to the casino with us guys, I'll play it on like the computer screens where I can play like multiple hands at once or where I could play Kino at the same time. Like, you know, I'm talking about like the little kiosk. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'll play blackjack there. But I won't. You won't find me at a card table with like four random people because I don't know how they play. When I think it really matters for blackjack, but I also don't want to be that close to people and they look at me like I'm an asshole. Um, when I when I like, because like I I'll do stupid things like I'll split my kings. Like I have a guaranteed twenty in my hand, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna split my kings because you know what? I could have an ace in the run roll and an ace on the other, and I'm good to go. Um, You're you that know. guy. All right. I am that guy. 
I am. So that's why I like to be in my own little kiosk where nobody judges me. I can just play yeah. it. And I'm like, I can be like, Ooh, that one hurt. I'm like, yeah, that was a good move. Um, so yeah, I, and I like the odds in blackjack, like in poker, you never know if you're going to win with a good hand or not. Um, that's why I like to fuck with it on the side blackjack. I'm like, you know what? I have a solid 20 here. I guarantee the dealer is going to bust. I'm going to, I'm going to go play. So that's why I like blackjack. I'm like, crap. So I don't know how to play. So that's why I'm killing it. I, I really enjoy poker though. Uh, especially Texas Hold'em, like just playing with m- more so playing with friends than actually playing at the casino. Um, but it's just, it, to me, it's just fun. Like I could, I would do that if we could do, if I could have like a, a, a weekly poker night, I would do that. I would sign up for that in a minute. Just get together and hang out, play, play some poker. It would be awesome. You know, we can make it happen, buddy. <laughs> could easily uh, make it happen. Before, uh, I, don't, I don't know if you're going to wrap this up, but sure. before, before we do that, so I've been watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I haven't told you this. Ooh, you're turning me on, buddy. Keep talking. I absolutely love that show. I am how, in love with that show. How do you love Brooklyn Nine-Nine and hate The Office, hate Parks and Rec? It's the same fucking show. No, it's not. Not even oh close. Oh, my God, it's the same show. No, the characters are so much. like the. Maybe it's the actors in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, um, the actors are good. Melissa. Ooh, Melissa. Mm-hmm. And then um, um, who else is on that? Uh Terry Crews, amazing. amazing Dude, Terry Crews is awesome. Andre Bauer, who plays the captain. Yep. Andre's fantastic. Him. Absolutely like, love him. He is like, you never know what you're going to get with him. You, like, some days he's like super serious. The other days he's like not. You're like, what the fuck is actually happening? Um, the, yeah. I mean, in uh, whoever, who the hell's the um, the short dude? Um, I can't think of his name. Um, the, the dude is obsessed with food. I can't think of I can't. Oh, yeah. Um, I haven't watched it. Like, I finished the series, so I haven't watched it in a while. Um, but I will look it up as you continue talking about how much. Yeah, no, I just like, but the characters are like Andy Samberg's awesome. And I've never really seen Samberg in anything outside of uh, singing um, Dick in a Box. So that was what what I was like, wait, I I know that guy Um, because that's how I recognized him when he was with Justin Timberlake. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Dick in a Box, dude. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's that's really all I knew him from. And Joe Drolo Truglio. Yeah, that's the one that that plays that plays um, Boyle. Yeah, Boyle. Boyle's absolutely great. Like that. The dude's hilarious. Um, and then yeah, Norman I mean, and Mitch um, and Hitchcock, I, like those are very great supporting care. Like the, the care, the casting of this is amazing. Yeah, um, and well, and I think that's, that might be what it is for me is that with the office, I'm not a Steve Carell guy. So already going into it, I'm, I was already kind of like, eh, I hated Pam's character, hated her so much. Dwight. I love Dwight. Dwight was like the best character in that show for me. Right. Um, I know a lot of people like Jim. I was definitely a Dwight guy. Uh, Parks and Rec, I couldn't get past the first episode. I tried so hard. I you would have loved Ron Swanson, man. You would have loved him. I've got to, I got to do that. I can, I think that one's on Amazon. I, I think it's on Prime. I'll have to do that again. I'll have to give that a shower again. But I'm on like season three of Brooklyn Nine Nine right now. Like Em and I watch it every night. We just put it on while we're like having dinner and just chilling with the kid and. Uh, we just listen to it and I'm I, half the time I'm dying. Like, it's just, it's so well done. Such a well Brooklyn done. Brooklyn nine, nine is absolutely amazing. Um, I just started watching Superstore, which was also NBC. Um, okay. Is that a comedy? 
Yeah, it's a comedy. It's um, along the same lines. It's uh, about a like a super Walmart or whatever, and the cast that works there. Um, very, very funny as well. But Brooklyn Nine Nine is is probably if I had to go comedies, I'd probably go top five. Um, you know, what would be your top like, five? I don't know. Like I'm looking at NBC. Like I feel like NBC has probably the best comedies. Like I'm looking at The Office, um, Parks and Rec. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Superstore, um, and they had another one. What was their other lineup? 30 Rock. I never got into 30 Rock. Yeah, neither. Um, I, I, I tried. I didn't, I didn't like it very and much. And then obviously, like, they have SNL. Um, but, like, if I had to rank the just those shows we talked about, Brooklyn Nine-Nine would probably be number two after The Office. So do The Office number one. Park, Brooklyn Nine Nine Two, Parks and Rec Three, Superstore Four, and then fill in the number five, as you will. But um, yeah, that is that is a great, great show. I'm glad that you were enjoying it. Oh, you know what? Community was also on NBC too, I believe. Oh, God, I love I love Community. So we'll throw Community in for number five. Yeah, there you um, go. That'll, well, that'll round I, it so out. Community was really good. I liked I liked Community a lot. Like the first two three seasons and then um season two was the best in my opinion i thought that was like the best season um but then after a while it got really repetitive um and then once once glover left i was kind of like it did go downhill a little bit after glover left, uh, and chevy chase like see i was okay with him going like i was like you know what I'm, i'm over him like it's okay like the episode that they killed him off in was amazing with the fucking the sperm <laughs> like i died i'm like this is the perfect ending for uh, chevy chase like perfect yeah um but yeah no i i loved community community was such a well i'm i'm pissed that it took me so long to watch that show i wish i had watched it years ago i think for me it was tough because i didn't get a lot of the references that they made for movies um, mm-hmm. you know, like with, with Abed or whatever, I'm like, I don't, I don't get the, the reference here. Cause I never watched the movie or the show. Like he's, that he's refer- referring to. So I don't know. Um, but with Brooklyn nine, nine, you don't need that. I, I think that is a great show. Have you gotten to the heists yet? Mm. Like the Halloween heists, the Halloween episodes. Oh yeah. 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 No, I've watched, yeah. uh, the, yeah, the, the first three seasons. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so every season for Halloween, they do the Halloween heist, and those are my favorite episodes. Like, I'll watch those by themselves because they're so, so well done. It almost reminded me of, like, a uh, Ocean's Eleven kind of thing, too, you know? Um, yeah, the last uh, the last one that I watched was the other night, uh, and it was with The Crown. Yep, 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 yep. Um, uh, they did The Crown. I think there was, like, a belt in one episode, or they did a belt, if I remember correctly. It's been a while since I've watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but yeah the one um, in season two was the watch he had to get the watch yep, yep um so yeah no it's just it's a really really well done really well done show i mean um, it's literally the same exact writers that wrote the office and parks and rec michael Schur. so i'm kind of judging you on this that you didn't watch the other two shows that were well i did i watched the office up until like season three and then i stopped parks and rec man you gotta you, I, I would start I, with season two start with season but, two um, with Parks and Rec, I won't lose anything, or not really. Um, okay, because that's when um, Andy, what the fuck is his name? The guy that um, uh, the guy that played Star Lord, him. Oh, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt, yes. Um, see, I'm awful with people. 
Um, he he's he was really fat season one. Like you watch that, you're like, whoa, he is a big dude. And then like season two, he he gets to back to normal self. Um, I All would right, start so with that real quick, and Answer. then you know it's your podcast. If you if you want to end it, we'll end it. I um so this is totally um for I'm, I'm pushing the the Richo and Lala March Madness bracket of hotness. Have you done oh. it yet? So I filled out the Google Doc today that Richard posted. Okay. Um, but I don't. So I had to Google a lot of people. There were some that let me tell you they were really difficult to to um, give you a straight answer on. Um, so let me see if I have it pulled up. Were you going to ask me specific things about yeah, it? Yeah, I was going to. I was just going to. I was going to go down the list. I wanted to know who you who you would uh, who you would take. I'm seeing if I could. Because I think Richard posted it on his. I have it right here, so I can like name them to you. Because um, I was gonna see if I could pull up the Google Doc um, to bring it up. Because otherwise, I'm never gonna. Or maybe it was in a text he sent it to. How did he send it to us today? He sent it. He sent it through text. He sent yeah, it he did. Text. Okay, let me click that link and see if I can pull it up. Because uh, otherwise, I have to like re-Google who some of these people are, and I don't want to do that to you because that's just wasting precious listeners' no, time not. here. Yeah, but for all you listeners out there who are listening to Dan's podcast because you love him, you should totally check out our Mar- March Madness bracket of hotness. It's on. Uh, it's on my Facebook page. It's on uh, my buddy Richard's Facebook page, and, and I will put a I'm link gonna, on here. Yeah, I was going to say Dan will put it up on his too, and you guys can vote. It's uh, we do it. This is our second annual March Madness bracket of hotness this year. It's awesome. It's what we do every year yes. for March Madness. Yes, they pick out the hottest. I guess this year you guys did a little differently. You broke it up into categories. Yeah, we um, broke it up into musicians, cougars, actresses, and athletes. Yes. So we did a draft. Um, yeah, I definitely disagree with some of these numbers. Um, as well, to the how num- they got drafted. Yeah, it but- was just based off of how they got drafted. But, um, but yeah, so you have it pulled up. I'll go through it. Um, for musicians, you have Taylor Swift versus Kelsey Ballerini. Not yeah, a Taylor yeah. Swift person at all. I think she is ugly. Yes, so sir. I'm going Ballerini. Yes. I, I, there's just nothing attractive about Taylor Swift. Like, no, nothing. Um, uh, Jana Kramer or Selena Gomez? I'm taking Gomez. All right. All right. Uh, um, let's see. Ariana Grande or Vanessa Hudgens? This one was tough. Let me tell you. Um, but I'm, I went with Hudgens on this one. Good call. That's a good man yeah, right there. Carrie Hudgens. Underwood or Bebe Rex. I don't even know the hell Bebe Rexa is. And Carrie no idea Underwood's either. That's show. why I went with Underwood. Yep, went with Underwood. Can't go wrong. Elizabeth Olsen or Rachel McAdams? How is Elizabeth Olsen in this? Have you guys seen Richard her Richard is obsessed with Elizabeth Olsen. They look like, like crack addicts. <laughs> thank you. Like both of them look like crack addicts. That looks well, like the, what well, money will do to you after you've won the lottery. And then you've blown it all on freaking drugs. Well, Elizabeth so I'm is, going with is the third of, this. The, of the two, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Blake oh, Lively. Oh, that's really right. I'm, I am thinking of Mary Kate and Ashley. However, apple doesn't fall from the tree. I'm going with McAdams. <laughs> that's that's what I like to hear. Uh, Blake Lively or Kate Mara? I'm going with Lively. Yeah, you are. God, Richard sucks at this game. Um, <laughs> yes. Zendaya or Jennifer Gardner? I think I took Gardner. Yeah, you did. I think I did. Dude, Richard's going to get swamped in this. It's awesome. Yep. Uh, Cougars, Shania Twain or Marissa Tomei? I took Shania. Yes, you did. She's so hot. It's, it's unreal. Uh, Jennifer Aniston, Nicole Kidman. You probably won Jennifer Aniston, right? Absolutely. Okay. See, I'm, I'm, that's what I you thought. You know me. You know me. Uh, you probably know this next one, too. Yep. J-Lo. 
Who do you think I said? Ah, I want to say you said J Lo, but I Mm. think you went Salma. I did. I did go Salma. Good man. Boobs, man. man. Boobs. Oh, Halle Berry, Sandra Bullock. You probably went Halle Berry. I did not. I went. I went the Cougar. Went with my girl Sandy B. I went with Sandy. Oh, that makes me so happy. I went with Sandy. Uh, All right, now we're into athletes. Alex Morgan or Julie Ertz? Um, I went with Ertz. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a popular one. Uh, Allie Raisman or Lindsey Vaughn? I think I went with Allie. Okay. All right. She's the uh, uh, the tennis player, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yep. Yeah, I, don't, I, I went with her. I honestly don't know. Because um, uh, Lindsey Vaughn was my was my pick. Uh, Skylar Diggins or uh, Kayla McBride? Um, I think I went with... Diggins. I had to Google both of these people to be completely honest with you. That's okay. And nope, I think I went McBride. I don't know. Uh, it was a. I, I, I didn't know who either of them was. I'm gonna say McBride just because I don't know who either of them are. And then we had uh, Simone Biles and Cheyenne Woods. I believe I said Woods. Yeah, I went with uh, Cheyenne Woods. Love it. Love it. Love it. Oh, I missed one. I'm sorry. You did. Uh, I was like, hold on, we're missing one from Beck and the Margot Robbie or Emma Watson. Oh, for sure. You just you you're not gonna like this one. I went with Watson. Did you really? Oh, there's something about Emma Watson. Oh man, dude. Oh man. Rich sent me something that said that she retired or she's retiring. Um I'll give her I got an extra couple of rooms she could retire in. <laughs> um yeah, I went with Watson. There's something about her, man. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I thought she did a pretty good damn job of Belle. Not going to lie. She looked really good. Dude, I couldn't get over the accent. Oh, I would make her uh, whatever accent She's she supposed wanted. to be French. <laughs> like, like, that was the thing was like, I'm Dude, watching the movie and I'm like, it's 50 miles. Try. It's 50 miles. French, British, 50 <laughs> miles. 50 miles. <laughs> I'm oh, in. Oh, man. Uh, that that movie also didn't do anything for me. I was kind of disappointed with that one. I was hoping for a little better, but I'll take it because it had Emma Watson. So I'm cool with it. Just like, you know, I was cool with Aladdin since they had Will Smith in it. Otherwise, Aladdin didn't really have much going for it. But you know, I, I because, loved Aladdin, but I'm yeah, so biased. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I'd, I mean, ma- I'd marry be, Will Smith if he'd let me. So you never know. Um, so yeah, that is the March Madness of Hotness brought to you by the Sideline Network. Um, I'll post a link to it and you can fill out your brackets, send it to us and that Thanks, way buddy. we can um, conjugate all of the hotties out there. Yeah, I mean, we're going to do it each week. Each week we'll put out the... Uh, so however, it just goes by votes. So whoever gets the most votes is who moves on and then we just keep it going all the way till the end. So um, and it, it'll culminate with our uh, 100th episode of Rich and Lala. And congratulations in advance to you on that as well. Oh, well, thank you. I mean, the fact that people are still listening um, now at 96 episodes is incredible. So, yeah, yeah, you guys are killing it with it. So, um, can't wait to see who your special guests are coming up. See, uh, I, I wanted everybody. to have you, um, Richard, to the oh, your band for the show for a while. So, I had nothing to do with that. Um, it's just, you know, it's it's just because he's an evil Philly fan and you're just a very nice, genuinely not biased whatsoever Dallas Cowboys fan. Not at all. So, um, you know, very <laughs> level-headed as, as we talked about earlier in the podcast. Absolutely. Um, 
So that's going to do it for this week's edition of Drink to Jam, brought to you by the Sideline Network. As always, check us out at streamerlikes.fm slash the Sideline Network. Uh, that's going to do it for this week's edition. Thank you, Chris, for joining me. And as always, stay safe. Thank you.